This NFL Week 11 Thursday night football and NFL propcast edition of the propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering a new customers and new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. And start making smarter bets today. And then we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off for your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with promo code VETS. That's V E T S. All proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November the 15th, currently 2.43 on the East Coast. Here to kick off NFL Week 11 Thursday night football and a, a AFC North battle between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. And joining me here to help me break it all down, I got my guy here with me. The tears looks like they have dried up. NASCAR is officially in the books, but hey, not much longer till the new season kicks off. But hey, we still got F1 in Vegas this weekend, from what I understand. And my friends in Vegas have been complaining, but that's a separate story. It's a motor king sport, uh, motorsports king himself. It's Rod Via Gomez. Rod, how's it going, my man? It's going fantastic. I already have an early Daytona 500 episode out there. Uh, we recorded yesterday. We'll be talking some futures, championship futures uh, later this week as well. So still plenty to talk about. And yes, Moon off F1 in Las Vegas. Just can't wait for that one. That's going to be a fantastic new course. Late at night, too, by the way, uh, for those of you out there. It's still a very, very late night race. But I also want to publicly take the second to, uh, to wish my wife a very happy birthday. Today is her birthday. Uh, and and I am happy to celebrate it here with you and then later with her. So there we go. Happy birthday to uh, Mrs. Via Gomez. Uh, hopefully uh, uh, Rod treats her queen uh, in the proper way. If she does, if he doesn't, uh, uh, Rod uh, or let uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Via Gomez Loa will uh, will steer Rod in the correct direction. But happy birthday uh, to her. Uh, Twenty one years young, from what I uh, understand. Forever. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and also joining us, I got my guy here with me from the NBA PropCast here as well. One of the hardest working men in the betting industry. It's Chris B. Cabin. Chris, what's going on, brother? What's up, you know? What's up, right? <clears throat> Another beautiful week, man. Uh, we got some beautiful games this week as well. And like you said, you know, um, shout out to Miss uh, Via Gomez. Happy birthday to her. Hope she enjoys her, her special day. Um but yeah, I'm excited. We we haven't had Rod on the show in, in a couple of weeks, so it's good to kind of get him back and get back into the flow of things. You know, we got the three Stooges back, so hopefully we can uh, you know put some money in our pockets, listener in our listeners' pockets, like you always say, you know, and uh, cash some tickets, man. We get we finally got a good Thursday night football game as well because we haven't had one of these, and I don't know, I think it's been at least two decades. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, well, if a lot of people don't know, Rod did uh, serve our, our country, uh, and he is a veteran. So, Rod, uh, officially taking this time to thank you for your service to our country. And I know you do a uh, outside of the uh, of everything that you do for SGP, and you're still uh, serving our country as well. So definitely, definitely 100% appreciate everything that you do, my friend, uh, for this uh, beautiful country and having our freedom here. Um, yeah, uh, it's finally a, a great game. I know... The last couple of primetime games, including like Monday night football and Sunday night football, at least the teams have not been uh, the the greatest that we've gotten to watch. At least Monday night turned out to be a pretty good one uh, between the Denver Broncos and the Buffalo Bills. And I know the Broncos and Mr. Unlimited are going to be back in action, I believe, on Sunday night against the Minnesota Vikings. So um, two intriguing teams there. But hey, we have an AFC North battle in this division, gentlemen. It's heating up, and I know they got some news out of the Cleveland Browns uh, team today that Deshaun Watson is going to be done for the rest of the season, season-ending shoulder injury for Deshaun Watson. So um, a little, uh, um, I guess, uh, air taken out of the tire there if you're a Cleveland Browns fan after coming off of a huge victory against this Baltimore Ravens team on Sunday and Week 11. But now 
it seems like again these teams in the AFC North are are just you know just trying to survive and, and you know take games from each other. And again, we have one here on Thursday Night Football. And I quickly want to ask, ask you guys before you get into our player props here. I know the Cincinnati Bengals, and we talked a lot, lot about this on the propcast, you know, gearing up for the season and as we've you know talking about games here. But it seems like that Joe Burrow is finally starting to look like the Joe Burrow that you know we've used to seeing early on in his career. I know he was dealing with a calf injury early uh, in the season. Uh, they did uh, lose to my my Houston Texans. <laughs> Got butterflies in my stomach watching that team now. But CJ Stroud looking really good. That's a separate conversation. But again, it seems like Joe Burrow is back to being Joe Burrow here, Rod. Um, what have you what have you kind of seen from the Cincinnati Bengals team over the past? I don't know, maybe four to five weeks. Well, they lost to your Texans, but they beat soundly my 49ers. So uh, I'll just tell you this, and the the Bengals have figured it out again. I mean, they're not necessarily um, 100% there, I think. Uh, They're not where they want to be still, but I think they're taking large strides. You win, you know, four, what is it, four of your last five, three of your last four. You're you're on the right direction. You're you're definitely where you uh, are, are hoping to be. Um, heading toward, which is a, a, a very win. And they're only a couple of games out of first place now. So it's not as if the the lead for the division is out of their reach. So I think they could be happy. I think they should be a little bit satisfied with with being able to, to claw their way back out from a dismal start. And I think they've got some pretty decent matchups ahead. This is obviously a, a big test right now as to where they're at. So I think we'll know more after this game exactly where these Bengals are in their progression toward a, a better a better finish to the season than they started. Yeah, look, this is a huge week for the AFC North, right? Because let's just say the Bengals end up beating the uh, Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night football. Cincinnati will be six and four. Baltimore then will fall to seven and four. And then Steelers and Browns play this week. So we could have a couple game or a team uh, like the Steelers that could be tied for first place in this division. Or even if the Browns pull it off, I mean, they could take the division lead as well. So, again, this is a huge week for AFC North. I know uh, our our producer for the Golf Gambling Podcast, uh, Cameron Curran, who does our wonderful thumbnails as well, he's a huge Steelers fan, so I know his eyes are going to be glued uh, to this AFC North weekend. Um, at least all these teams battling it out. Chris, uh, if you want to expand on the Cincinnati Bengals or as a division as a whole here, because all four of these teams in this division, as of right now, before NFL Week 11 kicks off, have a winning record. Yeah, th- th- just hearing you guys talk about it makes me think. I wish I wish we had a, a Thursday night football game from this division every week. Like that, that would yeah. make, that would make our jobs a little bit easier and maybe a little bit more appealing. Um, you know, to the to the research that we do. So, uh, like I mean, you got you kind of laid it out already. The one the only thing I'll add is it does kind of feel like both sides are kind of clicking at the same time. Um, the the defense for the Bengals hadn't necessarily been like too bad at the beginning of the season. They of course they started the season off. Uh, you know, bad weather gave up. They only gave up 24 points in that game to Cleveland, only scored three. And then, of course, they lose to Baltimore as well. You know, everybody thinks the sky's falling because you start the season 0-2. And, and then, you know, quietly, like you said, of course, the the we don't know who C.J. Stroud is. Like, this dude might be the Michael Jordan of football. We we, we still are undetermined on this guy. But yeah. the, the games before that, you know, if like three, three of the four opponents that they faced Sound opponents, Rod. Like Rod mentioned, his 49ers got knocked off. The Buffalo Bills. I'm, I'm not sure what we're doing with the Buffalo Bills either. We got, we got to talk about them at a separate time. But uh, yeah, I mean, the defense has just been there, right? When you see, when you see your team only giving up teens, 18, 17, 13, then you, you typically trending in the right direction, especially when you get Joe Burrow on the field, because then it starts to go in a unison, right? It's that ba- fine balance between not having to rely on your defense too much to carry you. So they can stay fresh, and then the offense actually moving the ball, matriculate down the field, and scoring touchdowns. So they they are moving in the right direction. Granted, they had the hiccup last week against you guys, but should be should be a really good Thursday night football game. I'm gonna be glued to this one. Yeah, hundred percent. Again, this is gonna be exciting uh, uh, Thursday night football game. So, gentlemen, before we do get into our player props uh, for this Thursday night football game, uh, again, it's uh, a vets merch in honor of Veterans Day. Everything in the merch store is ten percent off. With the promo code VETS, that's V-E-T-S, all proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score score some sweet gear, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Again, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, promo code VETS, that's V-E-T-S. And we're also brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. 
props, sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. And if you like Boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your on your NFL same-game parlays. Plus, they even have an early payout offer. If your team goes up by 17 points, you're getting paid out courtesy of Bet365. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat uh, bet or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365 or Use the sign-up link in our show bio. If you have a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're also brought to you by Prize Picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League tab. A league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, if you want to get down on LeBron, uh, and Travis Kelsey at a combo of 10.5 of three-pointers made and receptions, well, you can go ahead and do that. Price Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now, like I mentioned, with basketball season here too, you can select those two players from uh, multiple leagues and pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry. You can also play alongside some of Price Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, and you can find the uh, community plays under the promos tab on the app where to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize fix community every single week prize fix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and they don't return in the second half where that player is rebooted Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance for th- for an injury insurance policy. So how do you take advantage of this? Make sure to go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure to use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use that promo code SGPN. Hang on to the end of the episode. Chris, myself, and Rod, we're going to put together a price pick entry for this Thursday night football game. Price Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our player props here for the Thursday night football game between the Ravens and the Bengals. Rod, lead us off, my friend. Uh, I'm going to start off with one of my favorite bets. How many times am I going to curse at the television for my props not hitting uh, early on? I'm going to take the over on that one because I tend to do that all the time. Uh, All right, honestly. So because I don't want to be considered a hack, I'm going to take an under. And I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson's passing yards under 22 or 224.5 passing yards. That's minus 110. Our friends at Bet365. The thing about it is this: Lamar Jackson and this team, we know that all they do is run. And and honestly, for Lamar, he's only had three games this season that he's even topped this this at all. Right, 224 yards doesn't seem like a lot, but last week against Cleveland, 223. Against Seattle, 187, 157 against Arizona. A big 357 against the Lions, but listen, you got to do that against the Lions because that's who these guys are. They were down, uh, they they won 38-6, but again, that's the Lions. Uh, 236 against Pittsburgh, 186 against the Browns again. 202 against the Colts. He did get 234 against the Bengals early in the season, but that, of course, is when the Bengals were doing uh, very poorly, and then 169 on top of that. You look at just the the sheer rush rates for these guys, though, right? The attempts per game, Baltimore, 32.4, second in the league. Yards per game, 154.9, first in the league. You look at where Cincinnati ranks as far as uh, rushing attempts. They're in the middle there uh, per game that they've given up, 27 per game uh, for the Bengals. But the rushing yards for uh, Cincinnati, they're actually giving up a total of uh, I just had it right here. What am I looking at? Uh, Cincinnati's giving up a total of 136.2 yards per game. Uh, that is the second most yards per game on the ground. So, of course, game script, heavy rushing team against a team that's porous against the rush. I, I think there's going to be a lot more running in this game, especially for both Gus Edwards uh, and, and company. So give me Lamar Jackson under uh, 224.5 passing yards at minus 110. Yeah, and again, when we talk about prime time games this season, I don't know what the I should have the exact number about how many of these percentage of these games are going under the total. Um, and I think that this is going to be another. I think 
a low scoring game. I know both these offenses have been doing pretty well uh, over the past couple of weeks, but also the defense have stepped up. I know uh, Chris mentioned it with the Bengals when we just talked about them at the top of the episode, but um, I think that you're hundred percent correct. And traditionally we've seen about this Baltimore Ravens team. It's a run first, first team. I know they brought in a new offensive coordinator to change that uh, and to maybe open up the playbook and you let Lamar use his arm a little more, but that just hasn't really transpired yet this season. And I think that, for this, you know, um, uh, Baltimore Ravens team, especially led by Lamar Jackson, like we know he can utilize his leg. We know that they have multiple backs in the backfield. I know we'll talk about those guys here in a minute. But again, I think for this team, it, it's really predicated on running the football. And again, I think historically, Lamar Jackson passing the football against the Bengals, um, the numbers just haven't been there all, all over this number like you talked about here, um, Rod. I mean, 174 last season. One, I see numbers of 113, 180, 150. Though he's done against his in his career against his Bengals team, and traditionally he struggled a little bit as well. Um, you know, uh, against his Bengals team. So yeah, I'm there with you on the other on the under here for Lamar Jackson. This, this ties into nicely to a, a prop that I do have for Lamar Jackson here. But I'll let uh, Chris give his thoughts here on this player prop. Yeah, I like it as well. Rod, Rod, Rod does what I always do, and that's try to figure out the game script. Right? We know, like you said, Baltimore likes to. They really love to run the ball. It doesn't matter if it's with Gus Edwards or it's Lamar Jackson himself. Like, there's a lot of opportunities for Rod to, uh, you know, to catch this one. So um, it actually correlates a lot with one of my player props as well. So I won't jump too much into it, but I'm there with you, Rod. I think the reason why the number is so high is you just you just go in and look. They Cincinnati hasn't been the greatest pass defense, right? They are the, the 25th in pass defense, and over the last three weeks, they're giving up 317 yards in the air. It does not mean that Lamar Jackson is going to throw for 317 yards, though. So 317 is the most, and people might end up falling for that bait when they go in and kind of check recent box scores. But you do, do got to know you got to know the teams a little bit more than that. Yeah, I mean, I still take a look, right? Like it's like last week. I think that number, like that number that you just mentioned, like CJ Stroud threw for 356 yards. I mean, that that average obviously is going to go up. Uh, you know, for um, you know, for the Cincinnati Bengals, and also face like. Josh Allen only threw for 258. Uh, Brock Purdy, I think that the game script was that they were trailing in that game, but they were able to get some big explosive plays in that game. But then the defense has to turn to turn a little bit here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Chris, take us into your player prop uh, number one. So in in correlation with Rods, uh, under for Mr. Mr. Jackson, I am going to go with Gus Edwards to go over his rush attempts. And I'll go back to my player prop, but this – it just work, it works out really, really well. And Rod mentioned it. Baltimore likes to run the football. I, I couldn't believe that this number was actually 10 and a half. And I know that uh, Keontae Mitchell, he, he he could be the new explosive shiny toy that this team has. He did have three carries for 34 yards and a touchdown uh, last week on the ground. But you look at Gus Edwards. I mean, he's just like so consistent. He's like so consistent, just there. It's nice and sturdy. Um He's over the, the 10 and a half attempts in seven of his last eight games. And I think the game script for Baltimore says that they control the clock. They they feed Gus Edwards on the ground. Um, so I'm not really, you know, I'm not too afraid of of Lamar running the ball, of Mitchell running the ball. Um, also taking a look at, at the Cincinnati defense. Four of their last six opponents have, that they face, this Bengals defensive face have actually, um, they've given up 11 rush attempts to, to um, four to six last opponents that they face as well. So, I like Gus Edwards to run the ball. Also, game strip wise, um, Baltimore typically jumps out. They've had the lead in nine of the, their last ten games, and that tells me that they'll, you know, also be able to run the ball because they won't be behind too much. So, I don't think the Cincinnati jumps on them early. I like Baltimore to be able to control the pace of this game, pace of the game, the uh, the the flow of the game. And um, I took Gus Edwards at, at plus a hundred as well. Um, this is like minus one hundred five on some books, but if you guys have access to Bet Rivers, it is at plus a hundred over there. So. Always love when I get even. Yeah, I, and again, this ties in nicely here as well because we, we're thinking that it's a, a running game script for the Baltimore Ravens. And I took Lamar Jackson over on his uh, rush attempts at eight and a half uh, for this game. And again, I, I think like this ties in very nicely where uh, Rod laid out the foundation here for our, our player props kind of connecting here. It's almost like we're doing a flow chart here uh, for uh, for this Thursday night football game. But I think that you take a look at Lamar and his and his passing, or sorry, his uh, running uh, rush attempts, I should say, over the past couple of weeks here. So, 
I know last week you only had eight. Uh, he had 10 against the Seahawks. But I think against you take a look at what he's done in his career against the Cincinnati Bengals running the football. Um, he's gone. He's been in double digits. And I believe it was six straight games. And I'm trying to pull up the numbers here exactly against the Bengals. So, um, yeah, those last four career games against the Cincinnati Bengals, including this season earlier when they matched up back in September, 11 rush attempts, 12 rush attempts, 12 rush attempts, and 12 rush attempts. And we want to go back even further, back in the 2018-2019 uh, uh, seasons, 26 rush attempts and 19 rush attempts as well. There's been three games in there where he only had two, two, and seven. But more times than not, Lamar Jackson is finding ways to run the football. And let's not forget, let's just say the Ravens are winning this game and it's victory formation. I'm pretty sure those uh, kneel downs are counting as rush attempts as well for Lamar Jackson. So... And I think that ties in very nicely. So over eight and a half rush attempts here for Lamar Jackson uh, uh, in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So um, I think that flowed very nicely for our first round of player props here, gentlemen. Uh, all right, guys, before we get into our next round of player props, hey, you probably want to get out to this game. Maybe you're in the Baltimore area and you want to go watch this game. Hey, let game time help you out with that. Let them take away the stress of having to buy tickets to your favorite events. Game time is fast and easy to uh, the easy way to buy tickets for all sporting events and not just sports. Maybe we get out to a music concert. Maybe you're a Swifty. Uh, you want to get out and see Travis Kelsey if you're not going to a Chiefs game. Maybe you're going to be at the concert. Maybe or there's a comedy show in town or theater and uh, the theater show that's near you as well. With killer last minute, uh, with killer deals on last minute tickets, their best price are guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Like I mentioned, their app is so easy to use. Flash deals, last-minute tickets, and it's easy to find tickets for every type of event that's going on in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection as well. So forgetting planning months in advance, GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for not only football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. And again, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to haggle through your email box or wait for them in the mailbox uh, getting, being afraid that they're going to get lost. Nope, sent directly to your phone. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting tomorrow this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So are all players by hit rate for any bets to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets or craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, gentlemen, let's get into round two of our player props here. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off this time? Let's do it. So now I get to go back to my quarterback play. Uh, Rod kind of, you know, like you said, it's a flow, uh, you know, and hopefully the money flows right through our accounts the same way that, I, that, that you know, we, we, we're kind of all on that same player prop in the beginning. Uh, looking at Joe Burrow, <clears throat> I like his pass attempts to actually go over in this spot. Uh, number is high, 37 and a half pass attempts, minus 110 over on DraftKings. Burrow has been, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, kind of getting back into his old groove and back into his old self. He's 4-5 in the last five games versus the Ravens specifically with 41, 42, 46, and 38 attempts, dating all the way back to October 2021. Um, you look at Baltimore, and I'm always more so looking at the opponent, right, because I want to know if they who's going to be able to impose their will on the game because to me that tells me the script. Baltimore is forcing teams to pass the seven – forcing teams into passing – the seventh most times per game at 37 a game. You look at them at home where the defense is typically a little bit better, 40 attempts per game is what is what opponents are averaging. Um, Burrow doesn't care because if you look at him, that's what he does well. He's averaging 38.8 attempts per game this season, which means that the Bengals are actually tied for the second most pass attempts in the league. And guess who they're tied with? Mr. Carolina Panthers own himself 
Bryce Young, who we continue to cash on with the same exact prop. So <clears throat> I, I love that. I think, you know, I talked about this already, but the Ravens mantra is to kind of build those early leads. Um, and they have had one in nine of their last 10 games. So opponents are losing the first quarter and then they're trying to battle back and end up having to pass the ball just a tad bit more, you know, as the game goes on. So look for Baltimore to, you know, try to slow down Joe Mixon and um, definitely for Burrow to go over. I'm thinking another 40 attempt, pass attempts in this spot. I like Burrow over 37 and a half. That, that, this was one I wrote down as well for him to go over his pass attempts. And again, you take a look at what quarterbacks have done against the Baltimore Ravens. I, within that first three weeks, you take a look, 44 by C.J. Stroud, 41. Joe Burrow did this, uh, 44. I believe that was Gardner Minshew. Uh, yeah, because Anthony Richards was in, injured at that point. 53 for uh, Jared Goff, uh, 37 for, that's, I think, I believe that uh, that was Josh Dobbs. Um, but, yeah, I agree with this number or, or with the, this prop bet. But I also, and I'll take this you into my next player prop here, uh, I took Joe Burrow under on his passing yards. Right, it's at 257 and a half. Um, and again, like you mentioned, right, 37 and a half, and that's pretty much been the average this season for what quarterbacks are doing uh, against this Baltimore Ravens defense or uh, pass attempts. But it's not really translating into yardage. There's only been one quarterback this season that has gone over this projection of 257 and a half against the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and that was uh, Jared Goff back in week seven. And like I mentioned, that week, that's when Jared Goff threw for 53 times. Now, if I saw a quarterback throw 53 times on any football game, I would expect him to have at least 350 or more passing yards. But that only translated to 284 passing yards for uh, uh, Jared Goff in that game. But every single quarterback hasn't sniffed 250 yards passing against his Ravens defense. Like I mentioned, Jared Goff was the only one. So that I'm going to take the under on Joe Burrow. Uh, hopefully, again, this might be a lot of dinking and dunking um, for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, and we can both cash our prop this way. I know that Joe Burrow has been lighting it up, at least yardage-wise, over the last two weeks. And again, last week, he had 347, 348 against the Buffalo Bills, 283. So for the last five games, he has done this. But I'm banking on the Baltimore Ravens defense to do what they've been doing uh, so far this season where they've held every single quarterback under this projection, except for one, which was Jared Goff, who threw 53 times for him to get over a number of 257 and a half, which he took for 284 here. So hopefully we find a way to both uh, uh, catch this prop here. But Rod, uh, thoughts on this player prop for Joe Burrow? So I actually like Mixon's receiving yards as well in this because just like you said, a little bit of dinks and dunks that are probably going to happen. And, and those are all completions, right? And whether it goes for one yard, two yard, or five yards, those are all short completions. So even if that's what happens, and Mixon doesn't come off the field. He's, he's yeah. pretty much taken 74% of the snaps for this team. And, and you know, again, he's, he's catching passes too in that, in that uh, offense. So I, I like this. I like the completions. I like the yards. I like them both. Uh, all right. So, Rod, Joe Mixon was one of your official prop bets? No, actually, that was uh, – I, I like it. I'm just okay, saying right. it kind of correlates with that. Uh, I, I have that uh, suggested elsewhere, but my my official second prop – Yeah, go is, for it. Uh, I feel bad because I cost everybody uh, a chance at an underdog pick uh, – because of my defensive props. So I'm trying to make it up to everybody. Uh, I, I missed the, the Alex Singleton uh, ta solo tackles and it cost everybody a chance to win some money, but I'm going to pick up this one and say, Justin Matabuke, uh, Matabike rather is going to record a sack in this game. Plus one fifteen. Matabike has been sacking people left and right. He's got a sack in all, but two of his games so far this season. Well, a half a sack in Pittsburgh, but, um, He's registered a sack in all the rest of those, except for two. Ironically enough, only one or one of those two was against the Bengals. He never did get to Joe Burrow. But here's the thing about Joe Burrow. This dude has been sacked 22 times this season. Four last week, uh, three a couple of weeks ago against San Francisco, Seattle, three. Um, the only time he hasn't been sacked more than once is against Buffalo a couple of weeks ago and then Baltimore in week two. But I, I think the trend for him to continue to find his way to the ground. Joe Burrow is going to continue that offensive line can't protect them. They have not been able to protect him at all over the last few weeks, especially so. Uh, and for, like I said, Matabike, he's one of the uh, leading sack uh, on this, on this squad, eight and a half sacks so far this season. He sits within the top five of sack leaders in general. 
in the league. So again, I, I think this is a perfect storm for him. He's found himself. He's found his footing. He's been able to get to the quarterback at least once in, in a lot of these games that he's been at. Uh, in fact, the last, what you got to go back to week three against Indianapolis. So the last time he hasn't recorded at least a half a sack, um, two sacks against Tennessee and Tannehill. So, uh, like I said, I love me some defensive props. I love rooting for the, uh, or the quarterbacks to go down. So give me Justin Matabike to record a sack at plus one fifteen. I love it. Uh, you talk about what you just mentioned is that he's getting sacked is Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, he's been sacked at least three times in three out of the last five games. Uh, sorry, four of the last five games. Like you mentioned last week, the Texans did it for four yards. Uh, sorry, four uh, sacks for 33 yards uh, that he lost on those four sacks. In um, his career, seven games uh, that he's played against the Baltimore Ravens, he's been sacked a total of 20 times for 142 yards lost uh, in those uh, uh, in those seven career games. So, and again, we talked about the theme has really been how improved these defense have been uh, over the past several weeks here. So I think, again, uh, the pass rush should be able to get against this offensive line where the year that they made it to the Super Bowl, um, that was pretty much a storyline. I believe that was against the Rams, yeah, um, where they were able to dominate the, the in the trenches and, and really get pressure on Joe Burrow. So, uh, yeah, I love it. Again, for a guy that has done it, again, like you mentioned, more times than not in only two games where he hasn't recorded sna- uh, a, snack, a sack, uh, it's almost lunchtime. Um, I, I can get behind this uh, for sure, especially uh, at plus odds here. Chris? Yeah, I can as well. Um, the one thing I looked at, I was looking at his splits in the indoor versus outdoor. Of course, you know, Baltimore is outdoor. Now, check the weather. It's not supposed to be anything too crazy. A little, little, little wind gust. I don't even think it's enough. It's going to be enough to, like, affect the field goals or anything. But outdoors, Joe Burrow has actually sacked 19 times. That's 19 of his 22 times have actually come outside. Only three have actually come indoors when you've been playing inside the stadium. So um, you got to like that even more. That's the only thing I'll add. And we know he's been religiously getting up off the ground, it feels like, for years upon years now. So uh, good find by Rod. Love it. Uh, all right, so that is two player props each. Let's get to our round three. Uh, Rod, lead us off for round three. Okay, now I will go back to Mixon, uh, but I'm not just going to take his receiving yards. I'm going to take his rush and receiving yards. This is set at 79 and a half. I will take the over on this one at minus 115. I mean, we talked a lot uh, about how the dinking and dunking is going to go. So I think his receiving yards are are going to be somewhat modest. I would say uh, his over under on receiving alone is like 20 yards. So um, definitely I like the over on that when he's done that. Uh, in three of his last four uh, matchups, uh, except for last week where he got minus one receiving. Uh, The rushing may be a little tough. He's got 46, 37, 87, 38, 81. He's got 536 yards on the year. But something about him playing the Ravens is a a lot more, it it kind of unlocks something. Against the Ravens in his career, he's averaging 82 and a half rushing and receiving yards total, just edging over this, I tell you, bookmakers, they do a good job in researching. They set these numbers very well, uh, unfortunately. But um, you take a look at what he's done in the last few seasons against them. He uh, got this this number over last time they met earlier, 59 rushing yards, 36 receiving yards. Uh, didn't do it in 2023 in January, but got 88 yards against them in 2022. He had 65 rushing, 70 receiving back in uh, December of 2021. So he's been a monster when it comes to playing the Ravens. Something about playing Baltimore unlocks Joe Mixon's beast mode, uh, inner beast mode, and, and he, he tends to show up against these Ravens. What did he do? Like I said earlier this season, 59 rushing yards, 36 receiving yards uh, against Baltimore this week. I feel like that is about where he'll be uh, again against these Ravens. And, and I think for the most part, they're going to need to get him involved. They always need to get him involved. I don't know why they don't necessarily try to get him more involved. Uh, 11 carries, 14, 16. I mean, listen, we saw Devin Singletary get 30 carries last week, or last week yeah. against this team. So nothing says to me that uh, Joe Mixon shouldn't get some of the same treatment. And I think if he does, this number 79 and a half is, is on the conservative side. So uh, give me that over at minus 115. Yeah, again, this is another we talk about a running back in our league that uh, in our league in the NFL um, that it is a guy that can run the football and also be a pass catching running back. And that's where I think 
the shift we're starting to see because you know the offseason conversation was that a lot of these running backs were not getting paid because the shelf life just isn't there for running backs anymore but how do you change that narrative like you also become a pass catching running back to benefit your team and i think we're starting to see that in the nfl where guys like travis Etienne, i think is the first one that comes to mind christian mccaffrey at the top of that list for sure guys like that joe mixon i think is starting to translate his game and i think that if he wants to have success and be a, a the long-term guy for this Cincinnati Bengals, you know, backfield, he also has to translate his game. And again, he's been able to do that as well. And again, like you mentioned here, Rod, that more times than not, he's gone over this projection of 79 and a half uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Like just the matchup earlier this season, he had, what, 95 total yards in that game between rushing and receiving. So, Again, when we talk about, I think this also correlates to what you're talking about, what your sack prop is that if this uh, Baltimore Ravens defense is able to generate any type of pressure on uh, Joe Burrow, that he's going to have to find those dinking and dunking to uh, Joe Burrow, uh, sorry, to Joe Mixon uh, to accumulate those yards as well. So I, I love this prop here. Chris, any thoughts on uh, Mixon on his over rushing and receiving 79 and a half? Yeah, you guys laid it out perfectly, but <clears throat> I won't regret to say too much, but I think he's going to, the, the one thing that really stuck out when I was looking at this and Rob mentioned it as well, is just his, his, his usage on the field. Like Rob said, the dude doesn't come off the field. That's the guy you want to take. This is similar to us when we bet in NBA, you know, we want to take those coaches that are going to run those players into the ground. We don't have to yeah. worry about them coming out, whether it's a blowout or not. I think about Tom Thibodeau, think about Nick nurse in the NBA. So th this, this to me feels like that. It's somebody that you trust. He's, you know, pretty shorthanded, not going to fumble the ball too often. Um, so yeah, I like it a lot. All right, Chris, take us over to player prop number three, man. What do we got? So we're going tight end. Show the tight end some love. Mr. Mark Andrews, you guys probably aren't too, aren't too uh, surprised. <clears throat> love Mark Andrews in the spot. So 54 and a half is the receiving yards. And I know we, we, are, we already talked about it. We, we're not expecting Lamar Jackson to come out here and throw for 500 yards because, you know, that's just not what he does. And they probably won't need him to against the Cincinnati defense that uh, struggles against the rush. And that's what they like to do. But I still like Mark Andrews just because he's in an advantageous matchup this week. So three straight weeks, the Bengals have actually given up at least 55. The number is 54 and a half, just FYI as well. Um, Mark Andrews over 54 and a half receiving yards. In three straight weeks, the Bengals have actually given up this number um, to tight ends. Last week, it was 71 to Dalton Schultz. The week before, it was Dalton Kincaid at 81. Uh, Kittle uh, doubled this. He had 100, almost tripled it, had 149. So they really struggled against the tight end, but and then it was a couple of weeks where where they did pretty well. But mm, I, I would just kind of question some of the tight ends that they faced and said that they weren't like on this level. Andrews is, is fifth in the league in in targets, and he's sixth uh, over the last three weeks. So this is the one guy that's consistently getting the ball from Lamar Jackson. We know Lamar Jackson. I think he entered last week um, as the leading um, pass uh, completion percentage out of all the quarterbacks. He had the best passing completion percentage out of all the quarterbacks that was in the, uh, in, in the NFL. <clears throat> the Bengals also, they allowed eighth most receiving yards in general uh, on the season and the most over the last three weeks at 317 that we kind of, that I kind of spoke about earlier, but specifically to the tight end, which is why I'm targeting him more than flowers or anybody else is the Bengals have given up 602 yards to the tight end position. That's the fourth most this season. So that's the one, you know, kind of area that they really struggle to cover more so than anything else. And we know how much uh, Lamar Jackson loves his tight end. So I expect Mark Andrews uh, early and often to, you know, dink and dog down the field uh, like Mark Andrews a lot. Yeah, and it's, again, he's had a lot of uh, success in his career against his Bengals team, right, being in the same division, obviously. But um, 10 career games, he's averaging five, um, five receptions per game, 7.2 targets. Uh, an average of around 58 uh, yards per game against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. But again, what you just laid out there, Chris, is about what opponents have done against the Cincinnati Bengals defense, especially the tight end position last week. Like I mentioned, a guy that I was high on, uh, Dalton Schultz, um, for the Texans because Nico Collins was going to be out. I thought that Noah Brown or Dalton Schultz, a tight end, was going to step up. And again, he did and got over this projection. Dalton Kincaid, like you mentioned as well, uh, George Kittle had a monster day against this uh, Bengals defense. So it's been a theme uh, for uh, tight ends to have success against this Bengals team. So I'm right there with you here. And Seattle game you can't take away from because they have three guys that have that are tight ends that they 
use uh, in that offense for the Cincinnati. Uh, sorry, for the Seattle Seahawks. So, yeah, more times than not, this season uh, it has cash. And again, earlier this season uh, for Mark Andrews, didn't quite get over this uh, projection, but did still have five receptions in that game and eight targets. I think that's the important part that we got to keep in mind here for Mark Andrews. Again, the security blanket for Lamar Jackson. Rod, thoughts on uh, Mark Andrews? When you're getting smoked by Dalton Schultz, you're going to get smoked by Mark Andrews. There's there's just nothing to it. So, um, yep, I, I'm I'm with you on this one. And again, for Mark Andrews, it's just another day. I mean, that guy that he just turns in good performances week in and week out. All right, for my uh, third player prop here, um, it's a bit of a head scratch for me when I saw this number, especially the juice that's on it. So, um, I see that. Um, T. Higgins has already been ruled out uh, for this game for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, which, again, is going to open up opportunities for the other players uh, on this roster, obviously. right? We talked about the Joe Mixons of the world, um, but I think this might be a Tyler Boyd situation. I know last week he had the the touchdown drop uh, against the Texans. That would have given them the lead, uh, but they had to settle for a field goal and eventually lose the game. But anytime I do see that, I think more times than not we see – that player get fed early and often the next game just to kind of get their confidence back, right? So right now I see this number at four and a half at plus one twenty over on bed three six five. Um, so I'll, I'll start with this. So Tyler Boyd without T Higgins uh, in the lineup or playing in a game, he's had four career games where that happened, and two have actually been this season. Uh, we go back to the game against the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Tyler Boyd in that game, seven targets, six receptions. And then last week against the Texans, no T Higgins, 13, uh, sorry, 12 targets, eight receptions. And if we want to go back to 2021, where T Higgins uh, did not play in a game with Tyler Boyd, nine receptions and 11 targets uh, in those games. So I think, again, we talk about, I know I'm taking the under on the yardage for uh, Joe Burrow in this game, and I know that you know Chris is on the pass attempt, so hopefully those pass attempts are going towards Tyler Boyd, but at plus money, I couldn't pass this up for Tyler Boyd. Again, it's just a thing that had the drop touchdown last week. Let's get this guy going early. Let's feed him the football. Um, so at plus money, I'll take the over four and a half receptions for Tyler Boyd here, Rod. I mean, the ball's got to go somewhere, right? Irwin's probably going to get a little bit of that as well. Uh, Mixon will probably get a couple of those. But yeah, Tyler Boyd's the guy that needs to step up in this. He his, he was pretty much the guy, right, with Chase uh, before Chase came in, before Higgins came in. It was, it was Tyler Boyd that all their hopes rested on. Um, but he's sort of been pushed back in the depth chart. So yeah, he's got to step up. And I think if, if they want to throw the ball successfully, if they want to be a good passing team this game, they're going to have to get him uh, some some touches. So yeah, five catches seems like a pretty decent number for him. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on Tyler Boyd? Hey, I hope he has 20 because I, I just need the pass completions to go over 37. <laughs> so I'm right there with you. you know, it seems like a low spot, like you said, um, especially with one of his targets already being out. No Higgins means more opportunities. Like Ron said, he got to throw the ball to some somebody. So yeah, could not talk you off at all, especially if they're playing from behind, which we we kind of all anticipate that they will be in this spot. Yeah, 100 percent. All right. So those are our player props uh, for the Thursday night football game. Let's get over to our touchdown prop bets uh, for this Thursday night football game. Then we'll wrap it up with best bets in our price picks entry. Um, Chris, you want to lead off with your touchdown scores? Yes, sir. I'm going square. <laughs> no contrarian at all in this one. But uh, the guy kind of talked about sometimes we double down on our guys. Like Mark Andrews a lot. You look at this Bengals defense, they're allowing uh, almost 80% reception rate to opposing tight ends. Um, and <clears throat> that number doesn't even include a couple drops that might bump this up to 85%. Um, Andrews, he's he's Lamar Jackson's favorite piece. You look at him in the red zone specifically, he's getting 50% of the target shares on routes that he runs with in, in goals-to-go situations. So, I absolutely love that for, for Mark Andrews here. You can get him at plus 165 is the best number that I found um, on points bet. And then second guy, Gus Edwards. I think that they're going to run the ball. I know that one is super chalky, but if I can still get it at plus money, I'm on it. Plus 110 on points bet as well. Um, I already talked about how much I love his carries, and I do expect him to be able to find pay dirt again in this situation against, a, a you know, a, a, I would say a struggling, um, you know, bottom half of the league. Uh, rush defense in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue against it, right? Again, um, with Mark Andrews at plus 145, and Tim, I see him again with, like you mentioned, with the success that the Titans have had 
over the past several weeks against the Baltimore Ravens. I can, I can definitely get behind that uh, as well. Uh, Rod, player props, uh, sorry, um, touchdown props for this week. So I like Gus Edwards, and I'll even see that and raise it another one and get him into the end zone anytime in the first quarter. This is at 7-1. to one. Did it the last time these guys played. He's done it uh, several other times in this game. And, and here's the thing about it, right? I mean, for me, this is more of just a gamble on when he's going to score this touchdown because obviously, I, like you, Chris, I, I honestly believe that he's going to find the end zone. He's been the first Raven to score a touchdown. In fact, against the Seahawks, he was the first Raven to score the first two touchdowns. Granted, they both came in the second quarter, uh, but the first the first one of those came with 13.06 to go, which means that drive started in the first quarter. And I mean, you know, any number of things could have happened that could have gotten it in the end zone at the end of that first quarter rather than the beginning of that second quarter. So to me, again, this is just kind of banking on Gus Edwards to find the end zone, but for it to happen on the first drive, maybe on the second drive, depending on how quickly they can get the Bengals off of the field. So again, I like Gus Edwards to score, but I'm going to take that up to a seven to one and say that he does it in the first quarter. I love it. Um, yeah, I love Mark Andrews in this game here as well. He scored in three straight games against the uh, um, Cincinnati Bengals. If you want to sprinkle on his first touchdown score, that's around plus 850 for him to do that. Um, what better way to not catch a touchdown and cost your game or your team and then to actually catch the ball uh, and help your team out? Tyler Boyd, plus 225. I think it's a good redemption spot from like I mentioned. Um, I'll take that to the bank as well. So there's a couple I do like uh, for this game. Uh, Tyler Boyd, plus 225. And then uh, Mark Andrews, I'm with Chris on that, plus 145. Uh, three straight games, he has done that. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's do our best bets, and then we'll do our prize pick entry before we wrap up this es- uh, episode. Rod, this off best bet. Uh, so I'm going to go with my sack. I Like we said, uh, when you talk about uh, the, the quarterbacks getting sacked, Joe Burrow's the guy that's been getting sacked a ton. And you want to give me one of the sack leaders in the league, let alone on his team, to register one of those sacks. Like I said, I know he didn't get it last time, but I have a feeling that uh, Justin Matabike is going to find his way to Joe Burrow. Dude's a terror. And I think he's going to get there. I think he's going to get a sack. Plus 115 is a fantastic price for that to happen. So go find that. Love it. Uh, all right, Chris, best bet. We're going with overlabble, man. Gus Edwards. He's going to keep churning, keep churning, keep churning. We're going to get those 11, 11 uh, attempts for him on the ground this week and cash this prop at plus 100 over on uh, Bet Rivers. Like I said, seven of the last eight games. I love when I can find these really, really solid trends. It reminds me a lot of my, my guy, Mr. Eddie Panera, that cashed this out last week. Um, but, yeah, I just – I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. So give me Gus Edwards, um, you know, from right over – um, just to have 11 rush attempts. I think that he definitely gets to this number this week. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to argue against that. I think that, again, this should be a, a heavy, heavy, heavy run attack for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, which leads to my best bet as well. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Uh, over eight and a half rush attempts in this game, like I mentioned. Uh, he's had four straight games in double-digit uh, rush attempts. And again, at the end of the game, if they're in victory formation and you need to get those kneel downs, that, that's just only going to add to this total. But I, I do like Lamar in this spot. Um, to get at least uh, nine rush attempts in this game uh, as my best bet. So over eight and a half rush attempts for uh, Lamar. Um, best bet for me. Please us over to our prize picks entry for uh, this week uh, for Thursday night football. Um, so I'll go ahead and put our best bets uh, in there. So I see Gus Edwards more uh, on his rush attempts of 11, Lamar Jackson more on his uh, rush attempts of eight and a half. I'm looking at tackles and assistance. Oh, let me see if they have sacks here. Uh, no sacks yet. So, um, Rod, you want to give us another one out of your portfolio there for uh, our price break entry here? Uh, yeah. So let's go with uh, does it have the uh, mix in or let's go Lamar under passing yards. Lamar, I mean, um, less than passing yards. Yes. Uh, Lamar, less than 224 and a half passing yards is what they have. Perfect. Uh, yeah, they have it. So we're all on uh, team purple here for this game. So let's run the football and then the slot past the uh, football here this week. So Gus Edwards, more than 11 rush attempts. Lamar Jackson, more than eight and a half rush attempts. And then Lamar Jackson, 
less than 224 passing yards. That $100 entry will get us a nice 225 uh, to uh, put in our pockets once this does uh, cash for us by the end of the game. Again, make sure to go to pricepicks.com. I use that promo code SGPN. No match your first deposit of up to $100 so you guys can come in and cash with us as well. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the PropCast NFL Week 11 Thursday night football between the two AFC North teams, the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Rod, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? No, sir. Just keep up on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. F1, please check that out. They're actually going to start practicing tomorrow. So uh, if you want to have some fun with that, then go uh, to the F1 Gambling Podcast feed and find that there. And uh, yeah, just have some fun with us. Uh, There's some stuff up there on my uh, Twitter profile about uh, some prop picks for this one as well. So if you want more, find that on my Twitter feed as well. But yeah, just excited for another Thursday night football game. There we go. Chris, anything else, my friend? Excited for another good Thursday night football game, right? Yes, we had two sir. we had two teams that combined for uh, like two wins uh, a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> you get a good football game this week. Uh, and I'm excited about that as well, like Rob mentioned. Um, I always say the same thing, man. Bet responsibly. Enjoy the football game, of course, first and foremost. Um, and then, you know, of course, check out all my work over on Twitter. Me and Munoff are doing shows left and right on the NBA, own shows, you know, all across the place. I'm all across the place. So, you know, just follow us over there to keep up with all our work uh, at Crispy Cap and Two Ps, Two Ends. Best of luck to everybody. Let's catch some tickets. Yeah, if you've already uh, left us a review uh, for the podcast, please go ahead and do so. And also make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. That's where our NFL podcasts do go live uh, every single um, week between Thursday Night Football and then our Week 11 Player Props. We'll be back later this week for... Uh, so make sure uh, tune us uh, tune in with us. Then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Enjoy this Thursday night football game. It is going to be a good one. Till then, we'll talk to you guys later this week for our Sunday game uh, player props. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>